Hi, this is David Duckler, and you are listening to the Verdant Tea Podcast. Last time, we talked about tea and humility. Now, the best example of humility and grace and hospitality I have ever seen is the He family of Lashan Village. Lashan Village was really my first exposure to real tea culture, even though it's in the far north of China, very far off from South China and traditional tea culture. When my friend Weiwei found out that I was interested in learning more about tea, she started laughing. I didn't understand, but apparently there was a tea farm only 40 minutes from the city I was living in. I had no idea that tea even grew so far north in China. So her classmate, He Qingqing, who was actually studying tourism at Qingdao University, was related to a tea farmer. So Weiwei and Qingqing took me on a long, rickety bus ride way out into Laoshan village. We started the hike up the foothills of Laoshan, the mountain, the Taoist holy mountain on the ocean in Shandong province. And after hiking up this gravel road for about an hour, we get to the He family farm, this beautiful, beautiful plot in the foothills of the mountain with bright green tea leaves growing, uh, and rows of soybeans, which I later found out are used as fertilizer for the tea, and then rows of corn, which are used as windbreaks to protect the tea from the strong ocean wind. I expected that maybe when we went to the farm, uh, Ching Ching's aunt, who actually ran the farm, and her uncle, Mr. He, would show me around and then make me a cup of tea and ask me to buy a few pounds, and I was okay with that. I really wanted to learn more about this unique growing region, and I thought it was a great opportunity. So when I first go into their house, they offer me this pot of tea, and it was unlike anything I had ever had before. This rich, creamy, hearty green tea with this sugar snap pea flavor, and none of that grassy, bitter quality I thought green tea had. It totally changed my perception of what tea could be and left an impression that still lingers with me today. Now, instead of then taking me into their storeroom and trying to get me to buy some, they tell me to sit down. It's lunchtime. So they cook and cook, and they bring out this 12-course meal, and we eat and eat and eat the most wonderful food, and they get to know me, and I tell them I'm researching tea culture, and they're so excited. They just want to show me more, so they take me out to their fields, and I spent many days walking with the He family in their fields, watching them pick tea, chatting with them, and they showed me some of these wonderful things in their village. Next, they take me to this building, which was a museum that Ching Ching was helping to set up and improve. She was studying tourism at Qingdao University, and uh, they had to turn on the electricity for us to actually look around, but they've got all these implements from the early farms of La Shan and different examples of the tea and Yixing pottery and all this great stuff. It was really fun to see a young tea culture trying to define itself in a different way than South China's tea culture. Yet, besides these interesting encounters, what stands out to me the most about the He family and their hospitality was a meeting that I had with Mr. He. The two of us were out walking in his fields, 
and he had just shown me the spring where all of the wonderful sweet water comes from that feeds Lashan. He was explaining that the spring water is bottled and sold all over China as one of the best waters out there. And he sighs. He looks up at the mountains. Ah, you're going to take all this tea back to America and share it with your friends, but I feel so terrible. I can't invite them into my home. I can't cook for them. I can't have them hike around my farm. I feel like I am being a bad host because they drink my tea, but I can't share with them on a deeper level. And I say, no, 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 Mr. He. People will love what you're doing. They'll understand. Of course, you can't invite them all out to your farm. And don't worry about it. And we walk for a little bit longer. And he stops. He says, actually, if I think about it, I think I am inviting them to my farm. And I say, well, what do you mean? I mean, they can't all fly out here. That's not what you're saying, right? He says, no, 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 no. My wife and I and my sisters, when we're out picking tea, we pick the tea with such care. We take care of our farm. We make sure that there's nothing to pollute the land, the water, the air. We wait until just the right moment when the leaves are sweet and tender. Pick them carefully. Process them carefully. Dry them carefully. All with the goal of having them touch that water when they're brewed up in your home, in your friends' homes, and have the leaves come back to life. Have the aroma remind people of the ocean mist here, of the soil, of the tea plant being roasted and dried and wilted, and the taste sweet like our water, and the leaves springing back to life, green like they are on the bush. In a way, when I pick that tea, and people can experience what you're experiencing just by drinking it, tasting it, thinking about it. They're coming to my farm. I didn't even know what to say. That was one of the most brilliant phrases I've heard from a tea farmer, um, this man who has never met anybody else in America. He had never had contact with foreigners before, and he was so concerned about inviting everybody into his home, inviting everybody to share in the culture of tea that he loved. And he realized that he was doing that simply through the act of picking and growing the tea with care. That is the ultimate hospitality of the tea farmer, a gracious form of being host without hosting. That is what makes fine tea so fine, so beautiful. Now. The farmers are putting this much care into their tea. So for the next podcast I share, I want to just go over a little bit of what you should look for in tea. What different elements are at play? Tea is not simply flavor. Tea is a complex interaction of flavor, aroma, texture, aftertaste, the memories that it recalls and evokes. We're just going to talk a little bit about what that does, what to look for, and how to appreciate all the complexities that tea has to offer, thanks to people like Mr. and Mrs. He. Thanks so much for listening.